Hello, and welcome to The Bears episode from the Observatory Science Centre. In this episode, we're going to be listening to Dr. Sandra Voss speak about the two constellations, Ursa Major and Ursa Minor. Ursa Major, perhaps best known for the star pattern within it that can be seen from the Northern Hemisphere, commonly known as the Plough or the Big Dipper. Discover why we call these constellations the bears and the incredible myth to which they are attributed. Enjoy listening. Hello and welcome to the bears episode. So who are the bears and where should you look for them in the night sky? Well, the bears refer to the constellations Ursa Major the great bear, and arguably the most recognisable and well-known of all of the constellations, and Ursa Minor, the little bear. Here in Hersham Zoo in East Sussex, we are at a latitude of 51 degrees north, and that means we can see both bears throughout the night and throughout the whole of the year. They are circumpolar constellations meaning that the stars don't set below the horizon, apart from the toes of the great bear's back legs, but we don't have to worry about that one. So we need to look towards the north to see both of the bears. Throughout the night and throughout the day, the great bear circles around Polaris, the North Star. And at different times of the year, you will see it in different positions at the same time of night. So let's choose midnight as our reference time. On the 21st of June, look northwest and you'll see this constellation to the left of Polaris. On the 21st of September, look north, right on the horizon below the pole star. Polaris. The 21st of December, northeast to the right of Polaris. On the 21st of March, north above Polaris. So can, you can see we're seeing it all the year round, but at the same time of night at different positions throughout the seasons. So how do we recognise the constellation of Ursa Major, the Great Bear? Well, we actually look for the seven brightest stars. And these seven stars make up a pattern within the greater constellation of Ursa Major. This pattern is called an asterism. And you may know it as the plough, the big dipper, or the saucepan, because that's what it looks like. And the stars, in the whole of the constellation have Arabic names which mostly refer to a bear or the parts of a bear's body. For example, Dube is Arabic for bear, Merak is Arabic for the loins of the bear, Al-Qaid means end of the tail and Moskida means snout. Now looking at the seven stars that make up the asterism, the plough, the big dipper, the saucepan, whichever one you want to call it, let's have a look at the star. Now the one at the very end of the saucepan handle 
the end of the tail, that's Alcaid. The star in from that, second in from that, is a star called Mizar. Now this is a really interesting star because on a very clear night, if you look at this star, you may actually see two stars. Don't look directly at the star, look to the side of it, you avert your vision. So you're looking out of the corner of your eye and using all those rod cells that do react to dim light. So you should be able to see it better. And you may, with the unaided eye, see two stars. Now, get a pair of binoculars if you can, and you really should be able to see that Mizar looks like two stars. The second star is called Alcor, and together these two make up an optical double star system. They're probably too far apart to make them an actually binary system where they're held together by each other's gravity. They're just probably too far, but it makes a beautiful optical double star. So let's go back to the plough again and we're going to the other end of the plough from the bear's tail or the end of the saucepan handle and we're going to the edge of the saucepan. The bottom star, the one on the bottom right of the pan, is called Merak and the one above it is called Dubey. Now we're going to take an imaginary line from Merak through Dubey and we're going to go up 25 degrees to the next nearest bright star and that is the star Polaris. The plough is a signpost in the sky to the North Star or Polaris. Now 25 degrees, how do we know what's 25 degrees? So you can actually do a scale in the sky. You have your little finger at arm's length, that covers one degree of sky. Three fingers, oh, when I was a guide, I did my three-fingered promise. That at arm's length is five degrees. Your fist at arm's length is 10 degrees, and this actually fits in to the pan of the saucepan. Now 15 degrees, you keep your two middle fingers bent down and just hold up your little finger and your index finger and that is 15 degrees. And for 25 degrees, the whole of your hand, including your thumb and your little finger, spread out as much as you possibly can from the tip of your little finger to the tip of your thumb is 25 degrees. So hold that at arm's length from Dubai and you should get to Polaris. So Polaris, the North Star, is in the constellation of Ursa Minor. Ursa Minor is certainly not as prominent or easy to spot as Ursa Major. But Polaris is the star that you want to see. It is the one that you need for navigation. So if you are a sailor, you're out on the sea, you've lost your horizon, you've forgotten the compass, but the stars in the sky 
if you're in the Northern Hemisphere and you can spot the plough, which is really easy to spot, you can find the North Star. And if you're heading towards the North Star, you're obviously heading north. You can use that as a point of reference for navigation. Therefore, it's really, it's really important for sailors to know their stars or sailors of old to know their stars. It's still important really today. And it's important for us as well in the Northern Hemisphere. It's quite easy to be able to navigate where you are if you're a little bit lost in the night sky. If you can find the plough, you can find the North Star. A lot of people believe that Polaris is the brightest star in our sky. Well, it's not. That's Sirius and we'll come across Sirius in another episode. It is, however, two and a half thousand times brighter than our sun. But it's a long way away. It's 430 light years away. And it is a yellow supergiant. And it has got a companion, our Polaris B. But you can't, like with Miso, you can't, with Miso and Alcor, you can see those with the naked eye, but you cannot see Polaris A and Polaris B with the naked eye. You can only just see the one star, Polaris. You cannot resolve these stars. Now, Polaris helps you to tell your latitude. So the angular height it is above the horizon in degrees is your latitude. So as I'd said before, here in Hurstmanzoo, East Sussex, we're around about just less than 51 degrees north. So from the horizon, 51 degrees up, and there is Polaris as you look towards the north. It's not exactly at the North Pole it's about one degree away from it. Polaris hasn't always been the North Pole star, indicating where the North Pole is or very near where it is. Because of what happens to the Earth, the Earth we know is spinning on its axis. This takes 24 hours. We know that the Earth is tilted at 23 and a half degrees. And we know that the Earth orbits around the Sun every 365 days or thereabouts. But what you may not know is the fact that it also wobbles on its axis, a little bit like a gyroscope. So this axis is wobbling and it takes 26,000 years to go one complete wobble, if you will, of this circuit. And so that means the North Pole Star does actually change and this is called a precession. Now, Thuban was the pole star in 3942 to 1793 BC and it will be the North Star again in 21,000 AD. So this is just showing you that this North Pole Star moves due to precession. We have the Great Bear, Ursa Major, 
and we have the little bear Ursa Minor. But why are they called the bears? Why are they Ursa Major, Ursa Minor? Well, this is where the mythology comes in. And the ancient mythology, there's lots of different stories and you can choose different ones, but I've chosen one that is the more commonly told story about the bears and why they are called the bears. You can imagine all these stories being told. They didn't have television, they didn't have lights. The biggest screen was the night sky and you're sitting there as a shepherd or a goat herder and you need entertainment. So you start picking out patterns in the night sky and then you start making up stories about them. So the story of the bears starts really with Zeus who is the supreme deity, the god of sky and weather. And Zeus had a daughter called Artemis and she was the goddess of hunting. And she had several nymph followers. And one of them was called Callisto, the daughter of King Lycaon. And Callisto was a very close companion and favorite hunting partner of Artemis. And Callisto swore a vow of chastity to Artemis. However, Zeus, who appears in a lot of the mythology, seduced Callisto and she fell pregnant with a son who was eventually born and called Arcas. When it was obvious that Callisto was pregnant, Artemis was really cross and banished her from her sight. And Hera, who is Zeus's wife, was not slow to realize her husband's infidelity and wanted to take her revenge. So what Zeus did to help Callisto was turn her into a bear so she could go into exile into the woods. Of course this was she was turned into the bear after her son Arcas was born and Arcas like his mother became a hunter and one day while hunting in the woods Arcas came across Callisto in the form of a bear and of course he didn't know it was his mother so he raised his bow to shoot the bear. But fortunately, Zeus intervened and changed Arcas into a little bear and sent them both into the sky to be beside each other forever. And there we have the mythology of the great bear and the little bear. So when you have a good clear night looking north, if you're at in the northern hemisphere you'll see these constellations throughout the night and throughout the whole of the year so have a good look and see if you can spot the plough the saucepan the big dipper and then see if you can actually fill in the other stars of ursa major it's not so easy and then try and find ursa minor by finding polaris the pole star so happy stargazing and thank you very much for listening to this episode.
We hope you've enjoyed listening to the story of the bears. If you'd like to find out more information about the Observatory Science Centre, then head to www.the-observatory.org. Thank you for listening.